everyone. Jane here from Your Way Weight Loss. Um, this is our first podcast recording that I'm back in the country. Beep, 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 I know, I know, I know. And we're like refreshed. Do you feel refreshed? I feel refreshed. I feel like we have a lot to say. I feel, I because, oh my God, you guys, we went through February talking, 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 talking. And then we knew I was going away. So right after all that talking, we wanted to be ahead of, all the talking that we're not going to be doing in March, but we had no more talking left. We had nothing left. It was maybe the the most non-talking time in our entire lives. We like, I listened to one of our podcasts and we're like, I, I we didn't even know what we we're going to talk about, but now we have a schedule. Um, we were talking about something before recording. I'm like, let's just leave this for the podcast. Like we're based. So right now you guys, um, we're getting ready for our premiere and we're getting the documentary ready with Paul. So, um, it's a fun time. Like it's a good time to be alive right now for JNA. It's like really fun to get this, this documentary ready. And I love that Alicia's not, she doesn't see all the parts of the documentary. I'm more the one that's uh, doing that side where while she's running the show at your weight loss. But um, I love that I take little clips and then I post them and then I tag you. And that's the first time you see them. <laughs> I showed Neil last night on the couch. I'm like, look at us. How funny are we? Like, <laughs> also, like, what are you wearing in those clips? What are you're going to Tim Hortons? I know. I was just coming to see you. I don't know what's happening. And I, and that clip is like 13 minutes long. I took 15 seconds out of it. Like that whole like first day, like Paul's like, okay, February 1st, we have like 20 minutes of footage. That's good and funny and whatever. And I'm like, but it's a big day. It's the first day. Like we, we need to set people up for like, what's up anyways. Um, but now we make fun of my outfit and it's really good. And then I'm like, wow, even just, it's not even 10 years later. I said in the clip, I said in 10 years later, you'll be like, what the fuck were you wearing? <laughs> I'm feeling that way already. It's only been two months. I'm like, what is happening with you? What are those glasses? I like them though. Um, <laughs> how, how long is the documentary looking these days? Uh, well, Alicia, basically Paul, <laughs> Paul was like, Jose, this documentary could literally be three hours of good stuff. And he said, we can't, it can't be three hours. It's just too long. But he said, so I'm like, is that a good thing? And he's like, it's a good thing, but you're going to have to cut out no matter what. He said, there will be some good stuff cut out that it, it'll have to, because then it's just too long. So I'm like, ah, oh. so we're in step one of cutting phase. And the other day he sent me a 20 minute segment and I cut out nine seconds. I was like, we can, <laughs> I'm like, we can cut out this one. If you want this tiny, tiny piece. It's kind of sad, but at the end of the day, we might have to choose just like really like one or two messages to like really focus on. Yeah. The goal for sure, though, is to be funny. Like we need to keep all the funniness in there. That's what I told them. I said, you know, we want to entertain them. We want like we wanted this this to be entertaining. So we can't just but we also informative and knowledgeable and almost shocking. Like you want to I want people to leave being like, man, those girls are funny, of course. But I want people to leave and be like, wow, I learned a lot. So I said it needs to be a mix. So it can't be all funny. And they're just like, we just basically watched them live their lives. And we didn't really learn anything. But we can't always it can't also just be serious. Like, and just like always about the message. We need some, we need yeah. some JNA in there, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're finding okay. that balance right now. Okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. I got big news on my end. I got a message from Zara to say that they shipped my, my outfits. Already. They Zara had it in the shop. It. Zara is on it. Online. So I, I ordered two options. Okay. Tell us. I can't tell you. 
Okay. Oh, wow. Um, I think we're going fun, yeah. right? It's not glam. It's no. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, maybe fashion-y. Yeah. So fashion, you know? Yep. So okay. I'm going to try them on and we'll see which one looks the best. I love it. I'm excited for our night. I feel like going, you know, planning all of this. So basically today we're the 11th and our uh, document. So in 24 days, you guys, our documentary is on May 5th and like that, that night is the premiere. So we need to create a documentary. So you were saying like, oh, it's too bad we have to cut. We were talking Paul and I, and I don't know where this is going to go, but it's fine to have this conversation with the people listening. You know, he was saying, it doesn't just go away. Like all of those fun things and whatever, like that doesn't just go away. So we need to create an awesome piece. That's about 60 to 75 minutes for that night. But after that, we can create something else out of this amazing content and amazing footage that we have of all that month when we show it to the world. Right. So we're really hoping that people will really take advantage of our premiere night. Cause that's like what we're putting all of our uh, time into because we want to like create an experience out of our experience basically yeah there's so much fun so much fun and after this podcast we're actually like having a meeting and talking about like planning that day so we're exciting we're excited okay Whew. so that's what's happening i'm just like first phase of cutting and it's not really going well but i said it's not it's too early for me to be cutthroat right now i just i want to like watch it and really enjoy it so and you know what's good about me not having my eyes on a lot of this you could maybe pull me into it when it's time to to be cutthroat and I'm like fresh eyes, you know what I mean? Absolutely. And Paul has his people that he's going to do that with as well. Okay. That he's like, because he's like, I've looked at it and I like have my idea, but it's fun to have someone that's like totally not involved yes. um, to look at it in a different perspective and a different way and see what they would keep and what they understand. Because when you're in it, you understand so deeply what you're saying and why you're yes. saying it. But someone else coming in is like, why is why are they saying that again? Like there's like a piece missing sometimes. And even, oh my God, our sec segments of us in the car asking people, would you eat a donut a day? I mean, he's like, I, he just kept a few of the like answers like, yes, no, whatever. But he said, it's just you guys and the conversation in between the people that is just too much. It's like he sent me one and I'm like, should we ask this tiny 97 year old? And you're like, no, 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 no. And then it goes to the next clip remember that guy that thought that we were julie's friends but we didn't know who julie was do you remember that guy <laughs> okay paul this did this hilarious segment with it where it starts and i'm like do we know each other do we know each other and then it goes to other things and then it goes back to julie key and then it goes back to other things and i'm like i don't know what julie Gauguin. so it's like always connecting back to that and it's so funny i was like that was a good way to do like that weird moment where this person so paul is rocking it yeah paul is doing a good job at like he he just sent me this he goes that friggin' part where you said um flashlights or whatever the fuck they call it he's like i am dying like <laughs> so he's like really enjoying watching us he's like oh man i just sit there and i laugh out loud like <sighs> he's um, like i want to keep it all like i want to keep it all because it's so funny but like it comes to the point where it's like almost a comedic show. <laughs> and then so he's like, and I'm just going to fill in holes of you guys eating a donut here and there. You know? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, wow. Well, we, can't, we can't give away all our secrets, you guys. Wow. But wow. know that it's the goal is funny, entertaining, impactful. 
impactful absolutely so going by your ticket you guys the link is added to this podcast it's everywhere um and you can either buy the virtual ticket and watch it that night and you'll have access for the whole weekend so that's really fun uh you can watch it live live um or you can have the recording until the sunday night i think that's a good i am really happy we chose to do that i am too and people keep at some people have asked me like well what about after i'm like honestly we don't know we're putting all of our energy into the premiere and when you purchase the virtual ticket you're not just purchasing a ticket to watch the documentary you're purchasing a ticket to be part of the premiere which includes hosted by jordan syatt the little chat box on the side which i think adds to the experience when you're watching it with other people i mean we'll send that link to jordan maybe he'll end up on the chat like we'll be on the chat you know no i agree and you know i was talking with our publicist and she was like have you thought about after the premiere whatever and i said no and we had a conversation about it and at the end of the day what's happening is that we don't know what our options are yet so we need to have conversations with people of like what are our options with this with what we have um to maximize our impact to like to really make sure that people know that this exists that's that's what we want out of this like we want the most people watching this possible how can we accomplish that so we're just looking into our options right now that's basically it all we know is that we made a big deal out of the first the first time ever it's being seen we wanted an event out of that because we love events we love to create fun for ourselves and our community I know. And people are so excited. I have a lot of people that I know that are bringing their husbands, which right. I think is really fun. I feel like it's it's definitely something that your husband could also enjoy the experience. Yes, and it's like a hilarious. night out. People need nights out. No, I agree. Um, so right now we're at like 490, something like that, people at the Capitol. So 490. Wow. I know that's insane. Um, so I'm excited to see these faces. But we know that by purchasing the virtual ticket um, and virtually is where we can have a lot more impact. So we're really hoping that people share with their friends that we're doing this. Um, Anyways, that's, this is, this is what, this is where we're at today uh, about our documentary. So I've been finding because we're talking about the documentary, we're getting back into it. We're like revisiting all of the topics, right? And it's all like flooding back. It was like I needed a break from talking about it for sure. (laughs) No, absolutely. And I mean, when we spoke to Jordan, he said the same thing. He said like, you know, he he talks calorie deficit all the time. It's always the same questions asked me anything. He's like, it's very repetitive. Like our job is very much, but, but it's showing up and giving that message over and over. But I see what you're saying. Like it was a lot. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited now to get back into it. Like I'm like, okay, let's talk about meal plans. Let's talk about calorie deficit. Let's talk about whatever. So what are we talking about? We're talking about meal plans today and being on a meal plan. And um, I was actually looking at footage and going through that section where um, there are learning moments in our, in our documentary. Um, and one of them was the impacts of being on a meal plan. And uh, it, it's just, I think we're doing such a good job to just explain how it really affects the long-term game. Um, I mean, we were on a meal plan. We lost weight. We never said that being on a meal plan doesn't give you weight loss. It just doesn't give you the skills and the abilities and the mindset and the language to be able to um, really choose how you want to lose this weight and how you want to keep it off as well. Oh my God, that moment in um, the Jordan side segment where he says, um, I don't know if you guys thought of this because when he found out that we were eating Tim Hortons all day, he's like, you're ultimately on a meal plan. I was like, Oh my God, he gets us so much. Huh? Jesus. 
I was thinking about him today and I was like, I'm so happy that he is our virtual host. Like I love having conversations with him. Like I could not think I'm like excited to send us him our documentary. I feel like he will like enjoy it. Like I just like, I'm so excited. He's a part of our life. I know. I know. And I know you haven't seen the Jordan uh, segment and, but Paul sent it to me and I was like, it's perfection. Like you literally, there's nothing I would cut. He like went from us on the couch talking about the whatever. It was amazing. Um, and so he brought up that part of, you know, you guys were ultimately on a meal plan. So you could really bring up the conversation of meal plans, um, aren't good for the sustainable, you know, being told what to eat and, and just being on a certain menu is not good for the long-term sustainable game and we're like buddy it was so good buddy we got this like we have a billboard out of this it's for because what we do at your way we lost is all about the long-term game so that's why our i guess our opinion on it is a little stronger than maybe the typical person you know and uh, yes and i just think that you know the more that i'm talking about what was the purpose of this whole thing it's really to facilitate conversations Right. Because with conversations, we reflect, we learn, we challenge our limiting beliefs, yeah. and then we then go into our own world and hopefully apply what feels right for us. Yeah. No, you're right. And meal plans, I, I, think, I yeah, wouldn't I like, think. I'm not going to go and say meal plans are bad. You shouldn't do that. I would never say that about anyone, but I would say, how about we have a conversation about meal plans right now you and me no one's upset this isn't like you know what I mean like let's have yeah. conversations no one's trying to prove one side no. we're just trying to understand your intentions behind thinking that's an answer we just want to understand your intentions behind why you want that not because we're saying it's bad or because you shouldn't we want to know why we want the intentions because being on a meal plan is is a choice that you we would support you if the intentions are whatever the intentions are right um and at the end of the day you do you like at the end of the day that's really what it comes down to um but we truly believe that there are certain things certain language that we would say like you do not need a meal plan for fat loss. Like, and I truly believe that. And I stand by that. If you're like, I disagree. I think you need a meal plan for fat loss. I'm not on one side and you're on the other. Let's have a conversation as to why I feel that way and why you feel that way. And then we leave and we do whatever the F we want. You know, like that's really what's important at the end is having that conversation piece. It's having the conversation without the like drama and upset and feeling attacked and, and all of that. And that's literally how we create that's how we show up. That's how we show up. Let's have a conversation. We've talked about this before. I see people selling meal plans and how they sell it is what's on the meal plan. Mm. And people look and they think that seems sexy. Ooh, you know, and, and long ago we were selling meal plans that were like, for sure, I'm going to be hungry on that, but I'm going to lose weight. That's how they were selling it. Now, now that's evolved. And it's like, okay, look at my meal plan. You won't be hungry. Look at what you can eat. But my whole question is, but what about, what about what's not on the meal plan? Oh, it's just all so good. No, okay. We obviously <laughs> talk about that on the couch um, okay. where we realize that because we're okay. So it's, it's funny because I watch it back. Right. And we're, it's January 31st. So it's the day okay. right before. And I'm like, honestly, Paul, I think that this is going to be easy. Like I tell him that. And then I'm like, wait, I want to re say what I said. I think it's going to be easy to eat McDonald's. Uh, well, not McDonald's, Tim Hortons. Wow, that was hilarious. Okay, I think the act of eating Tim Hortons is not going to be difficult. 
but it's what's not on it. Not being able to eat what's not on it is what's going to be the difficult part. And we kind of had a moment on that. Like for you, you said like not having a margarita will be the difficult part. Not eating a belt. Eating a belt is easy. Not eating or drinking a margarita is difficult. Also, you know, you talked about, um, you know, the, the people or the plans or the programs that sell meal plans or they give out meal plans. I also see more on the internet right now, um, selling of results. Ah, so it's like, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. I think it's more like, I think that's where like the internet is going right now. It's like, it's, they're selling a result. And while meanwhile at your weight loss, we're selling a lifestyle, like how we show up and how we sell your weight loss on the internet is us showing up, showing how happy we are, showing how we love our lives, showing how we have embraced our bodies. Like that's how we show up. And that's how we sell, si tu veux, your weight loss. Whereas other people, how they sell their program is by showing them what kind of results they could get, you know, which upsets it's ultimately me. this. Yeah, I know. Because that's them. That's their body. And You're it's right. such a dangerous thing to think I want to look like you. So I'm going to eat like you. So many reasons. You're not going to look like that person because you're not that person. Also, you could eat exactly like that person and you still wouldn't look like that person. It's just so dangerous to be trying to achieve a look by what so it's just. I know. I, I know what you're saying. And the thing is, is even with us repeat like come on yeah repetitive when it when we say like just because i walk 10 kilometers doesn't mean the answer is a 10 kilometer walk right and we still have to this day have to repeat that over because, and over because people are so used to when they follow someone that someone is telling them what to do and how to do it and we're not doing that but we're showing up just as ourselves and they think it's our way to say that's what they should be doing it's just it's uh, yeah, it's it's we're obviously showing up differently on the internet than most people that help people to lose weight. Yeah, like you know, so all the people that are in the internet helping other people be fit or lose fat or whatever, they show up on their platforms their way on how they attract your attention on how they will help you get to your goals and we do the same but it's a very different way so when you start following us you're like but what should i be doing and what should, like you're just like not used to our way of showing up yeah it's different it's different um i also found to myself having the experience of having things not on my plan was i think long term can do some damage i know long term can do some damage with your relationship with that food item Yes, that was a big part of our message for meal plans in our documentary. It's not to shit on meal plans. It's that no. there's like some back end thing happening that you're not seeing while you're on the meal plan. And, and that's the relationship with the food you're not allowed to have. It, exactly. And then so let's say you, you don't have bread on your meal plan. You might not even realize the depth of what's going in your brain, but long term, you're going to think, I can't eat bread. Bread is bad. If I want to lose weight, I need to eliminate bread. And then that creates a negative relationship with bread. And then the second you eat bread, you feel guilt and shame, and then you eat a loaf of bread. Mm. And it's just that conversation that is so important for us to have. And I, and I think a lot of people watching us create that documentary recognized their thoughts when we verbalized their thoughts yeah 
Oh, absolutely. I love that you are connecting meal plans with relationship with food because I do believe that people don't recognize what's, again, like I said earlier, what's happening in the background is you're creating some sort of relationship with the food you're not allowed to have without even saying it out loud. Like, you, you know, your meal plan could say not include bread and you're not necessarily saying bread is bad in your brain, but one day you will no longer be on this meal plan. I, I guarantee it. Or you'll be faced with bread and only bread to eat. Like there's something with bread that's going to happen. Right. And you will have trauma or a preconceived um, belief about bread. And you'll, you might eat it because you're like, this is ridiculous. I'm allowed to eat bread, but you will have guilt. There was, there's a feeling there that you're, you don't need to have. There's noise in your brain that you do not need to have. And I think that's what, we, that's why we're so passionate about, about that message of, we're so proud that we help people without a meal plan because what we are doing is we're helping people create a better relationship with food. Absolutely. Um, and you know, another, there's other reasons why I struggle with the meal plan. I, I think it takes away your power in a way, mm, your control, your control. And you need, if you're going to, this is long-term your weight, weight loss. We're long-term game, right? Short-term you go on the meal plan, you lose weight. Great. Long-term you need, if you're going to lose weight and keep it off forever, you need to create the skill of creating your own way, like creating your meal plan. Look at how lost we were yeah. on, on March 1st. It's like, we forgot how to eat. <laughs> uh, guys, it was actually shocking. So we lost like the skill of like having everything available and like trying yeah. to adjust and find our way. It was like crazy. And that was only one month. Yeah. So and we are also trained professionals in like mindset and food labeling. And like, we like have all the language that is needed to get our shit together. And we still were struggling. Your life is going to change. Like this is the long-term game we're playing, right? Your environment's going to change. Your situations are going to change. Your goals are going to change. So we want to help you create the skill of essentially creating your own meal plan. Like we don't call it a meal plan, but it's creating your own way. And when someone just gives you a piece of paper, you're not creating your way. So what happens the next time you get another piece of paper? Yeah. And I think that when we start, uh, or someone tells you, this is what you're going to be doing, whatever it's like, Oh good. It's what I needed. Thank you so much. Like I needed that. Right. You don't recognize in that moment that one day you'll want that to go away. Like you'll be like, I got this. Thank you. You know, um, you just right now think that this is what you need and want, but you also aren't having the conversation of like, okay, I actually want to keep this weight off. And to keep this weight off, you will not want someone. Okay. It's like when you're at the hospital with your firstborn, you basically want to hire the nurse to move in with you for like, you're like, oh, I need to go now and be alone. Absolutely. Please move in with me. Please come with me. When they like well, say that you can leave, you're like, are you yeah. sure? Yeah. What happens with the second born? You're like, can I please go away and do not come with me? Cause I'm going to do this. Thank you. Bye. Peace out. Like I got this, you know? And so, and even it, with the firstborn after a week or two, this person giving you their advice, you're like, I'm going to figure it out now. Cause you have your own opinions. You have your own uh, beliefs. You have your own experience. You're like, eh, I don't want to do this. What if I want to sleep, co-sleep and not co-sleep. And then the nurse is like, well, you have to, cause this is what the, the things are saying. You know what I mean? After a while, you'd be like, go away. Like, go away, let me be, right? But that's what's going to happen with your meal plan. Week one, week two, oh, sassy, nice. Oh, I don't have to think when people say that to me. I don't have to think. It's like it's done for me. And we enjoyed that with Tim Hortons. Huh? We did. You're right. You're right. We, we did. We, that was You're the right. one piece. That was the one piece. I was like, 
no wonder pe people feel good about this. Now it's March 1st and I'm like, oh, I have to figure out what I eat now, you know? But that was one month. Give it two months, three months. I read them time of it with Tim Hortons. Like, I will figure this out. I'd rather risk gaining weight back to be able to figure out my way back than to keep doing this. Right. I'd rather yeah. invest in me figuring this out. And if that's a couple pounds, whatever. Though. And if you value mm. not having to overthink a lot about what you're eating, we can create a way for you to do that. No problem. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Exactly. I also feel it sometimes when you're on a meal plan, you're ignoring your hunger cues. Mm. You're, you know, it's not teaching you to stay like we are more hungry certain days than others. There's certain days that are just not for a calorie deficit day. There's just I think it's ignoring hunger and life. Yeah, absolutely. I think it doesn't like allow you to um, choose in the moment what feels right and what doesn't. It's like what's on the piece of paper is what's right, you know. Let's have the conversation about, because I think people are afraid of, but I won't get all the like nutrients that I need. And, and that conversation about, but, but I need someone to tell me what to eat so that I get like all the protein and the carbs and the fat and the vitamin D and the B and the 12 and the fiber and the, the sugar. What about all of, what about that conversation? I love that you're bringing this to the table because I know exactly why you're bringing it to the table. It, it is definitely something that people are like, but I want to make sure I'm doing it right. I want to make sure that I'm having all the right. And I'm like, right for what, what are we trying? This is part of the conversation. Okay. This is part of the conversation. What are you trying to accomplish? This all makes a difference in my answer. Um, and so for most, I do think that, and you, there's another learning moment where you rocked it, where you're like, most people are not trying to be bodybuilders and trying to com compete for whatever. So they don't need to count carbs. Like they, they can just live their lives and, and actually get to their goals. Right. And I think that the most common result that people are looking for is fat loss. I think that's the most common result that people are looking for. And they're not recognizing that the fat loss is calorie deficit. And I think there's also people lack of uh, knowledge behind how much pro like we've been told to like take your weight times whatever for the protein. And that was false. We've been told that you can eat carbs. That was false. Like there's many things, many beliefs that people have that are false. And that's why they think they need some sort of magical combination of shit to lose weight, to get fat loss. And it's just false. Absolutely. And the other like aspect of that for me is it, it actually kind of doesn't matter how many vitamins and minerals you get in if you're not going to stick with it. Right. So if you take someone who has their current diet is 90% processed food, and then you give them the magical meal plan that is made for them and is perfect. They have every single micro macronutrient that they need. It doesn't matter, guys, because they're never going to stick with that. So what we like to like, how about we start here and we'll go. And I have seen thousands of our members. They start here. And what do they do organically as they get through their journey? They start to find and they add more fruits and veggies. Yeah. They yes. Add yes. More movement without me telling them what they have to do. It happens organically. I like that you said that. It happens organically because they get to a, part, a point in their journey where they've lost some fat. They're feeling more comfortable. They want to now, okay, now let's add in more nutrient dense. They're like ready for that part of their journey. But the only way, guys, that you ever 
organically get there, time, consistency. You don't get there organically in week one, no. Organically is anything that happens organically is takes time. It's not, you know, anything that's not uh, cold cut, no? <laughs> cold, cold, cold turkey, cold turkey <laughs> for things to happen organically. Okay. <laughs> it's the same, everyone. It's the same damn thing. What does cold turkey even mean? What, why, why would we say that? It's that like is a note. good question, Jose. Cold's note, cold's note. like, what are we even saying right now? Okay. Cold turkey. Do you want to Google where that comes from? Um, the thing is, is for that to organically happen, it, that shit takes time. And like Jordan said on our podcast, a B minus meal plan that can be followed consistently is way better than an A plus meal plan that you're going to quit in two weeks. Though. So you're sitting on your couch with maybe a C minus meal plan and you're just waiting for that A plus meal plan that's going to like magically I don't know, give you all your vitamins and whatever, and you're going to lose weight and be happy. It does not exist. You take your C minus meal plan and you bring it to a C and then a C plus and then a whatever. And that organically happens. Why do I organically choose? Like when I went shopping, I bought a bunch of vegetables to create my salads and whatever. That's like organically it happens. I'm not like Jose for the health of your body. You need vegetables. It's what I want. It's, it's, it's what I organically choose. It's, it's, it's who I want to be like that takes time to like for that to be organic and not me buy everything processed and go eat out when people are like, oh, you didn't go eat out. I'm like, no, I went to the grocery store. I wasn't like forcing myself or I needed a piece of paper to tell me to do that. It organically happens that that's what I purchase and that's what I like. And we have to give people space in their own journey to make their own choices, to get to the point where they have space in their brain to take it to the next level, to add walking, fruits, veggies, more fiber, whatever it is. At the beginning, think about people at the very beginning of their journey. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we're not, we shouldn't be talking still about adding more vegetables and fruits to their diet. I think that these adults that pay bills know that. Yeah. You know? Okay, yeah. one last conversation before we go about meal plans that I think was a fun part of us, uh, of our okay. documentary, and that people will relate to, is how we put food that has given us fat loss on a pedestal. So you guys, I ate over 60 donuts in a month. I ate so many carbs, so much whatever. And I lost a lot of weight, okay, in one month. Not even kidding you, though. It's like I put the Tim Hortons menu on a meal plan without even, like on a, sorry, on a pedestal without even realizing like, oh, when, when, I, when I got off of it, I didn't know what to eat. And I was like, I think I'm just going to continue eating that because it's obviously magical. Obviously, that's ridiculous. And no one would think that. But like I said to Alicia, if we would have gotten on a like plant-based documentary for a month and we would have lost what we lost in that month, people would have put plant-based eating on a pedestal. Like, oh, that works. Oh, that whatever. And without even knowing that we do that, we do that. So you have a really good relationship with avocados and egg whites and whatever, or good relationship. No, you just see them as weight loss food. Um, and all the other food that was not on your meal plan, you see as bad and not friendly to weight loss or fat loss. And that's, that's the relationship we're talking about here. And that and was another, magic. That, that was another layer of why we chose what we chose and how impactful it was, was choosing something that would have been labeled as bad 
And someone asked me, I, when I was doing an Instagram, asked me anything, someone said, so you could eat whatever you wanted. And if you were in a calorie deficit and still lose weight, and it was really fun to be able to say, you mean that time that I ate only the importance <laughs> for a month and lost a lot of weight? Yes. Yes, no, absolutely. That experience for us changed a lot in my mind. Absolutely. Yeah. I've created a really good relationship with eating out. I have way less noise. Not that I had some, but I definitely had lingering noise of eating out, just like you had lingering um, thoughts about carbs that you didn't know, but you you obviously ate way more carbs than you would usually. And so you're, you just, we just created deeper relationships uh, with food and with, um, I guess, uh, beliefs and noise that we had before. But I just want to repeat what I just said, you guys, we often will keep in our brains, a limiting belief that the foods that we once had on a meal plan in 2005, were magical to weight loss. Um, and there is no magic, like there is no magical food that, that um, there's a word it I'm looking ensures. for ensures, there you go, ensures weight loss calorie deficit, no matter what the food is, will give you fat loss. And I think that's the conversation we want to have because it's not being said enough. Your meal plan that you were following, if you were losing weight on it, it is not because of the magic of the meal plan. It is because that meal plan is creating a calorie deficit in your body. We are not the only ones that say this, everyone. There is a lot of us on the internet that keep repeating that, right? I love those memes of like keto, Weight Watchers, whatever. And this is like one arrow, calorie deficit, you know? Um, so as, as we love when we find other people on the internet that are saying the same thing, maybe they're not showing up as the same way because we're very lifestyle driven, very like yes. mom driven, whatever. But still, like what we're saying will change your life. So please make sure that you follow people that really allow you to make changes in your life and not just make you feel like you can never do it without them. You know, that's important. Yeah. Okay, this was a 35 minute podcast. They will love it. People love when it's longer. They're like, it makes they my told, walk longer. I heard that. I saw that. Keep talking, yeah. they said. Keep talking. I love it. Well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Do not forget to purchase your ticket 24 days until the big day for us. This is a huge day for us. So thank you so much to be a part of it. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye.